hello. 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 Um, Ashley. Taryn. What percentage would you guess of Americans make New Year's resolutions? Ooh. I feel like it's high. Okay, what would you guess? I feel like it's high, but it's they don't always follow through. Just Ashley? 70%. No, 45%. 45? Isn't that weird? What? That was kind of weird to me. Okay, what, what do you think the top resolutions are? Uh, top resolutions. You have to get, you have it's to gotta get be like dieting, yep. fitness. Yeah. Um, it's gotta be a lot of work stuff. Get organized. Um, and cleaning, like like decluttering. Mm-mm. Um, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Budget, like financing. Yep, spend less, save more. Uh-huh. And then quit smoking. To quit. Quit smoking. smoking. <laughs> yes. That was fun. We that should was play good. charades later. I like this a lot. Um, yeah. So if you are, you know, not part of that 45%, step it up. Do better. Change your life. This is your year. Quit smoking. Quit smoking. Because it's gross. Because <laughs> it's dirty. <laughs> Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I always like, this is going to sound bad. This is bad advice, guys. Bad advice. I always wanted to smoke because I thought it was like Same. so hot and sexy in movies. Yeah. <laughs> when the girls were like in their gowns with a cigarette in their hands. I've never yeah. had a cigarette in my life, but no, <laughs> I was always, I've always wanted to. And I think it's a good thing I don't because for years, ever since I was a teenager, I would get stress dreams of me smoking. Weird. Yeah. Super weird. And I would feel like the relief that comes from smoking, but I've never had a cigarette before. Oh, I tried once because I hung out with band people. Yeah. So they all were smoking cigarettes. And I was like, I'm so cool. I can do this. And I literally thought I died. It was (laughs) terrible. It's so gross. I don't know how people like it. Oh, my God. Teach their own. Teach their own. Hello, UA fam. Happy New Year's. Happy 2022. 2022. We've made it. We've survived. Have we? We got through all of <laughs> the <we>? holiday <laughs> food and parties and family get-togethers mm-hmm. and, you know, fireworks, New Year's things. Um, and we, we've we made it. We're on the other side. We are. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm always, like, kind of sad once the holidays are over. But then the other part of me is just, like, so ready to move on. Yeah. Yeah. I love... I think I've mentioned this before birthdays and New Year's I am obsessed with because I am fascinated with the closing of a chapter and starting a new one. Yeah. So I get really into like New Year's resolutions, like 
what's this year gonna be like what's the craziest do I follow through not usually <laughs> but I'm so freaking excited every time yeah. so excited what's the craziest new year's resolution you've ever done craziest or not not crazy one that you've actually done um i mm, i feel like mine are usually the same like i definitely used to do a lot of the i think i've grown in what my resolutions are like i used to be like i'm gonna lose like 50 pounds like it would be like that like very like not shallow but just very like specific like intense ones whereas now they're much more like I'm gonna focus on health or Mm -hmm. I'm gonna focus on not not running away from things that scare me like they're they're a lot more like there's depth to them yeah um but I don't know like I feel like I do a good job of of being intentional with the things that I like proclaim for the year but I don't know if I could say I ever like fully master them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I feel like mine used to be, I used to quit a lot of things for like Mm -hmm. a year. Like I quit French fries for a year. I quit soda for a year. I quit meat for a year. And now I feel like my thing for the last handful of years has been like, I'll pick a word for the year. And that's like my focus. That's Um, interesting. So So you you used to do like literally for just this year. Like you didn't see it as like, I'm going to focus on changing this about me like forever. Mm-hmm. It's like just specifically a year. It thing. was more like a huh. challenge thing. And it was always me and my sister. That's interesting. And we would always come up with like, quote, like dramatic ones. Yeah. The no, the hardest one was no fries for a year. That was, that was hands super, down did you the cheat, hardest thing. No. And wow. I had dreams where I did cheat. What is with you and dreams? I I have very vivid dreams. <laughs> yeah, you do. No one yeah, believes me, but I swear. No, you do. You do. Um, I would have dreams that I actually cheated and had a fry, and I'd wake up and be like, was that real? Same thing with soda. The only thing that stuck was soda. I don't drink soda, and I quit it in high school. Okay. I'll sip it. You and my brother are the same. Ryan. You both are like, yeah, I don't drink soda. But every time I walk into the room... With a pristine, pristine, fresh, bubbly Diet Coke. You two are the ones that always lunge and take this big gulp and are like, ah. Well, it's, first of all, to clarify, it's not every time because you have a soda every day. I don't have it every day. Every once in a while, when you walk up with one, I'm like, huh, I'll take a sip. And I literally take a sip and I still don't like it. And it's more of like a, do I like this question. But you, it's pretty frequent. It's often. That we're in meals together. But I will say, I get that, though, because the first sip of soda is where the magic is, and then the rest of it's just like... It's more for, like, bubbles. Yeah, it just, like, gets you. Yeah. Makes you feel alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, uh, it's officially the new year. Thank God. Um, should we... I mean, I'll just share, like, a brief focus I have for this year. So mine is pretty much like a continuation from last year. The I think I'm I really am trying to work on like loving myself and like putting myself first at times. Mm-hmm. And also like I'm trying to like not be afraid to like fully like go for things even if the people around me don't seem as like into it or supportive because that Mm. affects me a lot. So I feel like I've downplayed a lot of things in my own life because I don't feel like other people think it's a big deal. Interesting. So I'm I'm very much pushing forward and like even if I'm the only one celebrating my victories and they seem small to other people, I'm going to like 
throw myself a party every time I'm proud of like something I did, you know? Yeah. Don't let don't live for other people. Yeah. And don't let other people get in your way. For sure. So Rules, I think that's like to live by. That's one of my like main focuses. I have like other little things I'm I'm doing, but I'm gonna keep those for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to share? <laughs> no. Okay. Moveon.com. Um, I have a tear it up. Fantastic. So I'm gonna starting just... the year off strong with Taryn doing Taryn's a tearing it up. Tearing it up by Taryn. Brought to you by Taryn. Okay. This is called Tearing It Up Hot Moms. Ooh. Love it. Hey girls, I first want to start out by saying I love the pod and you guys also crack you guys also make me crack up by myself. Which I love that. I make myself I'm, crack up by myself. I <laughs> that you've sentence probably heard me. me. But yes. Make myself crack up by myself. In my room being across the hall from yours, I hear you one just laugh like a all the time and laugh. I hear you two talk to your dog all the oh, time. Oh, I talk to Charlie twenty four seven. All the time. Yeah. Um, anyways, I want to keep this short and sweet, so I'll jump into the funny story. I also want to preface by stating that this didn't happen to me, but I was present. I'll keep it anonymous. I used to work at a local grocery store, and when things were slow, the employees would banter and talk while waiting for customers. Mm -hmm. This guy came through just buying groceries, and he had a shirt on that read, I love hot moms. We've all seen it. And after he left, it got slow, and it was just me and a guy I'll call James and a guy I'll call Brandon. James said, talking to Brandon, next time you see a hot, mo- a hot mom, point her out to me, and I'll do the same. She put in parentheses, kind of gross, I know. What is with guys that are obsessed with hot moms? I don't know, but it's definitely a thing. It's such a thing. I remember one of my friends growing up uh, that I used, to, I used to be really close with. We grew up together. His mom was a smoke show, like all through elementary school, middle school, high school. And we went we went through all of those schools together and he would just fume because his mom would pick him up from football practice in high school. And they would all just be like, oh, my God, your mom. And just like say all these like awful things. And he hated it. And he was like a bigger guy. So I was kind of surprised he never just like socked one of the kids in the face. Yeah. Like he could have. He could have demolished some of the guys. Yeah. So, like, it's interesting because I feel like with guys, it's always, like, my hot teacher, like, my friend's hot older sister, the hot mom, the hot, yeah. like, whatever. It's always, like, this thing. Stacy's mom. Yeah. Has got it going on. And for us, like, there's, like, you know, Dilfs of Disneyland, like, oh, all that 100%. stuff. 100%. But it's, more, it's not just that they're hot. It's, like, we melt watching a guy be, like, cute with his kids. So, it's more like we're attracted to, like... But also, like, I just, I I have never had a friend who had, like, a super hot dad. I've had some, but it, I, There's more I attractive didn't feel, dads, but, like. Yeah, I didn't feel that pull of, like, oh, my God, your dad's so hot. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like that. But with guys, it's weird. Yeah, it's a, it's, it is weird. So why do cougars get hate on? Because uh, they're hunting them out. <laughs> they're the hunters. They're asking. No. They're We're asking. the prey. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying we, but I. <laughs> you anyway. really, you did. <laughs> Anyways, a little while later, a lady came walking into the store and James said, there's a hottie. And Brandon replied, that's my mom. (laughs) No. (laughs) The timing. The timing is impeccable. Uh, 
She continues, it actually was his mom, and James was so embarrassed and tried to avoid Brandon the rest of the shift. Thanks for reading. If you've gotten this far, love you guys. Love, Anonymous. Wow. That is, but see, that is a tearing it up, because it's like, it's one of those situations where you sit back and you're like, what What? are the odds that like- it was the your next mom woman that I was in. actually attracted yeah. to. Jesus. Oh my gosh. Wow. Gotta love it. Wow, 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 wow. That's like my, no, yeah, no. I would hate that. I would hate that. Having a hot if, mom? And, no, if anyone said that about my mom. Um, everyone would. says I look like my mom, so I would be like, thanks. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're saying she's hot, you're saying I'm hot. <laughs> So, so if you like her, you like me. No, but I've had like where um, I remember like there's this one time this guy walked up and was talking to my mom and did the super cheesy typical line of where he's like, oh, you're her mom. I thought you were her sister. Yeah. And I was like, shut up, bro. Yeah. Like, shut up. Relax. Stop hitting on my mom. And calm down. At least be creative about no it. No one wants that yeah. from you. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn. And Ashley. From Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Ash, do you want to pick it up? Yeah, I would love to. Uh, We're going to go ahead and get into my story. This one is a little more serious. Um, And yeah, we're going to go ahead and get into it. Just wanted to give that forewarning. Okay. Uh, This one is titled The 24-Year-Old Orphan. Hi, besties. I hope you both are having the best day. And I wanted to tell you that I love you both. My name is Hannah, and I'm also from California. I would like to preface this by saying that there is a trigger warning for death ahead. For what? Oh, death, death oh, okay. ahead. Okay, okay. 
I am really needing some advice and it is such a unique situation. Almost five years ago, my dad had a heart attack and passed away very suddenly. He was in a coma for four days, but ended up having brain damage and was brain dead and needed to be taken off life support. I was 19 at the time and it truly was the absolute worst day of my life. Then two years ago on Thanksgiving in 2019, my brother and I found my mom had passed away as well. She had an unknown rupture brain aneurysm. So that leaves me here at 22, an orphan. Although this brings up many issues and advice worthy days in my life, there are some specifics that I need help with. Some others which I have written in about in the past too. My dad's mom, my grandma, is 93. She is such a badass Sicilian lady, and we are pretty close considering we are each other's only family left. She had two sons, which both have passed away. Last week, we made the huge decision to move her into an assisted living facility, which beforehand she was living on her own. Since moving her in last week, I have been hit with the most intense emotions about trying to cope with her moving having to sell her home of 40 years, and also the thought of her coming to the end of her life also. Since she has moved in and had more eyes on her, they have also been reporting signs of dementia in her. I am only 24, so I truly have no idea how to even begin processing the path of dementia and losing my remaining family. I'm not sure if this is just deepening the wounds of my grief or if this is just hitting me hard. Any advice you guys can offer would be so appreciated. Love you guys so much. P.S. One of the other stories I wrote in about involves my wedding. And I just wanted to reiterate that you guys are invited to the wedding. I've attached some photos of me and my fiance for you guys because I know you love photos. Love, Hannah. Wait, was this the one that we were like, if it works out, we better be invited to the wedding like forever ago? I'm... This is hilarious. I read this email. I clearly didn't read the ending. No, I do that all the time. I skim and then I just I, read it. I here. read like the top two. Oh my God. We're invited to a wedding. Um, Lexi, we're gonna need you to dig into that and are we do we do we, she said she's we'll from, go. she said she's from out here. Let's go. And she dude. said drive away. As long as you have hot friends. I would love to do that. That sounds like so much fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we're getting off topic. <laughs> bring um, it in. Bring anyways, it in. here is the photo cute. of her and her fiance. I love. Um, you're you're gorgeous, girl. That dress. Oh my gosh. Um, anyways, yeah. Back to the topic. Um, first of all, so sorry. Yeah. I can't even begin to explain um what you've gone through, how you're feeling. Um both parents and having to deal with this on your own. This is usually something that like a whole family comes to the decision to do. The whole family helps the moving process. The fact that it is just you is it's got to be so hard and so heavy. Um, so super sorry about that. Um, but I felt like Taryn would have some excellent advice on this. Yeah. I mean, this is like, it's crazy just like the timing of this, but we just had a, the one year mark of losing my grandma to um, dementia that went into Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. So um, I will try to speak on this without getting overly emotional, but I, I feel like I don't want to like sugarcoat anything Mm -hmm. because I think for me, I had always like heard about Alzheimer's and dementia, but then 
I didn't like really think of it and think about the repercussions it has like on family members as much. Yeah. Um, it is the absolute worst thing and I would not wish it on anyone. Um, because you do like you watch your loved one, like they're there, but they're not there. Right. And there is a lot, there's time that comes before it gets to that. So my first piece of advice would be like, take advantage of like every single thing, like record her often, interview her about her life and the facts and have her tell stories and like create memories with Mm -hmm. her while she still is present. And then, um, my other piece of advice would be to always just remind yourself that like they aren't aware of what's going on, like their memories resetting often. So even if they have a moment of being sad, they reset and like they're okay. And I yeah. clung to that a lot of like they don't remember. Yeah, I'm heartbreaking, but like oh, heartbroken, but Oma's fine. Like mm-hmm. she's as long as like we're making sure she's physically taken care of. Which it took us a while to get her into a home. And that I think like we watched her declining pretty rapidly because a lot of times like with Alzheimer's, they don't know when something's wrong because their mind's resetting so much. Yeah. So the fact that she's in a facility and getting care is great. Yeah. Um. So that's another thing. And then like, honestly, <laughs> like you have to laugh about it. Like you have to find ways to like just laugh and make it lighter like every time like like it's just too heavy one time like oma thought i was her friend like we were teenagers and my mom walked in and she thought my mom was her mom mm-hmm. so she like leans over and is like oh she's so annoying like <laughs> she's always cleaning the house or like something and yeah in that moment i could have been like oh my gosh she doesn't know who i am right now that was one of the first times where i wasn't me like yeah. i was someone else and she didn't recognize her daughter. So I could get into that and be like so depressed. But instead I was just like, I laughed it off. And then I was like, yeah, she's so annoying. And yeah. I just like sat and like gossiped with her. Like we were like teenage girls. And probably and just, saw like a, a fun side of Yeah, just her. like enjoyed it. And it is so, I will never forget. Like I said, like the first times where she didn't remember me or like she didn't want to talk to me on the phone. Like there's things that it it's the most heartbreaking disease for the remaining family and that doesn't get easier like yeah and it's funny because like by the time like she passed like I was in my mind I was like oh I'm gonna be okay because it's like I've slowly been saying goodbye this whole time but it still like hit me like a ton of bricks and um we weren't able to have her service because it was during COVID so it was like a lot of processing But I'm not saying all this to be like dramatic, but I think it's good to go into things realistically being like, okay, this is going to be hard. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be scared of it, but I'm going to make the most of like, I'm going to make the most of it, you know? Um, Now juggling that on top of already losing people. And I'm sure that brings like abandonment issues and just fear of, you know, losing people you love. That's so heavy. And Mm -hmm. so I can't stress enough that I hope that you're getting help if you need it Mm -hmm. um grief counseling is so important like counseling just in general when you're going through stuff like that so I would definitely make sure you're getting help and find other people in your life who've gone through similar things because until you go through it like you don't understand you know yeah there's definitely groups 
for that where yeah. they've lost their parents and you can yeah. go and have conversations with people who are actually in the same boat and can actually relate to what you're going through um, which obviously like Taryn and I can't relate to the parent thing obviously Taryn can relate to the grandma thing um, but I think being surrounded by people that are going through the, yeah. exactly what you've experienced is so pivotal in your healing process like yeah, on your own I agree. and I love what Taryn said because that was going to be my advice is I was going to say vlog <laughs> um, yeah and not obviously in like a me kind of vlogging way but I was going to say start making like a, a, a video that you can edit together that brings back all the memories and feels of what you're experiencing with your grandma mm -hmm. now every time you go see her I would set up a tripod and just p turn the camera on and just like record her so that you yeah. can like watch that later and like keep track of memories of her. Um, and in a beautiful way, you could even like edit a video together of just like nothing fancy, just like favorite moments that you were able mm -hmm. to spend with her. I think obviously all death is tragic. I think one the one thing that dementia can bring that is positive is it, it gives you a warning. So you kind of know what's coming. So this gives you an opportunity moving forward to start really making those memories like mm -hmm. by videos, by photos, like take advantage of the fact that we know what's coming and we can like start like putting together a memory book or, yeah. um, you know, getting her things that you know was her favorite, but she probably forgot, but like you're gonna do yeah. it anyways, mm -hmm. you know? Um, that's what I would do. And yeah. I obviously I've never been in that position, but um, I feel like that's something that would bring me comfort is creating some kind of like memory book or video. Yeah. Um, one of my like most precious videos I own is um, towards the end, like when she was, it was pretty hard for her to like form sentences and stuff. Um, one day I was sitting by her and I just started singing we were watching Sound of Music because that was like her favorite movie. Mm -hmm. And I started singing Edelweiss and she started singing and like everyone in the room just like froze. And my brother pulled out his phone and started filming me looking at her like, oh, I'm gonna cry if I yeah. think about it. Um, and maybe I'll post it on UA because it's like such a, it's just such a, like a precious moment. But in that moment, like she was there again and yeah. she was like singing the words and like nodding along. And so it's like you're going to get those like glimpses. So mm -hmm. like just cherish them and cherish her and yeah. um, and take comfort in the fact that like she as long as she's physically being taken care of and That's you do those you little do. things with yeah. her, you know, do your research like puzzles, that kind of stuff is like really good. So um I would just like attack it the best way you can, but also I think that you have a lot coming into this that I just really worry. Like I want to make sure like you're okay, like yeah. you're you're processing still your parents to be able to take on what the road of dementia looks like because it is it's definitely it's a, heavy a heavy one. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Hannah, for writing in. Um, just wishing you like. Just giving you all of the love right now from yeah. Taryn and I. If you were here, we would literally smother you in a hug. Yeah. Um, thanks for the wedding invite. Yeah, we'll be there and then we can cry in the corner. Do about... not be shocked if we show up. <laughs> Just I've always wanted to be like a wedding crasher. But I this know. is even better because we're invited. And we're, we can go together and we're not yeah. going to know anyone. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be so fun. Anyways. Um, yeah. Thanks for writing in. Um, and love you so much. Love you. <laughs>
Um, yeah. I have sure. one that's, you know, I think it's fitting for um, New Year's. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Okay, let's dive in. Okay, so this one is titled, What Happened to My Younger Self? Mm, great question. Dear Ashley and Taryn, I would like to stay anonymous. Oh, but her name. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> <laughs> did I whisper loudly? Uh, no. Okay. But I know I, you did a great job. Thank I, you. I wish any, everyone could see like what I see <laughs> whenever we do that to each other. It's so funny. The biggest mouth thing. It's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's great. Okay. First off, thank you for making my Mondays so much better and for truly caring about your listeners. We do. <sighs> We, we like love you genuinely so do. Much. You're our children. Um, I can't think of an influencer who cares more about their supporters than you guys do. <laughs> and also, according to my Spotify wrapped, I listened to you guys talk for a 2,507 minutes this year, making you my most listened to podcast. Anonymous, do you like us? Yeah. She loves us. Dude, the I feel was mutual, girl. I was very overwhelmed with how many people tagged us in their stories showing us on their top podcast like i was very like honored i was very honored and i was we were up there with some big names yeah there was a couple of them i was was like like, are you sure wow baby number one wow (laughs) i just like ate the microphone (laughs) okay um now for my story a little background information about me um She's in high school, divorced parents, and a brother that's away at college. Mm-hmm. I love that I was the oldest and I went away. Like, I watched how hard that was for my younger brothers, and yeah. I'm so much more emotional. I feel like I would have died. You would have had a hard I would have literally died. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love to hang out with my friends, snowboard, and play soccer. Nice. <laughs> nice. Up until... L- This summer, I've always been a very optimistic, disciplined, motivated kid with goals who my friends could always count on to make them laugh. Over time, I have become significantly less motivated to do pretty much anything. For example, I always save my homework for the very last second. I can't seem to keep my room clean or even take proper care of myself. It's getting to the point where I am barely eating and my sleep schedule is a mess. My relationship with God has also been getting worse and worse. There isn't much that excites me anymore. And my dad even told me that he's noticed that I am, I seem unhappy. Keep in mind that I am not very close to my mom or dad. And I know this probably breaks my dad's heart, which makes me feel even worse about the way I've been feeling and acting. I'm just so tired of disappointing myself and those around me. I don't like to ask for help a lot, but my mental state is starting to freak me out a little. I was hoping you guys could give me some advice to pull myself out of the slump I'm in so that I can be excited about life and become more kind, happy, productive individual. I just want to make that little girl I used to be proud. Any advice is appreciated, and I love you ladies regardless if this gets read on the pot or not. Love, Anonymous. Wow. My brain went in like five different ways and I'm trying to hone it all in but if you're at a point where your friends and family are concerned about you I think you're at a point where you might be bordering the line of or have already tipped into depression oh fully and I think it's really important that you recognize how big that is and how um 
I, I think it should be taken very seriously. Yeah. I think once you recognize that this is so, probably, I'm not diagnosing this. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like it's safe to say that you are probably close to, if not already in some depressive state. Um, and I think that there's something really powerful in recognizing that that's what you're dealing with. And taking this from being like, oh, I'm just in a funk or I'm just in a slump to, to saying, no, I am in a very slippery, like, situation yeah. here um, and your next steps moving forward once you've recognized that this is depression is actually very pivotal mm -hmm. to which way you're going to like fall mm -hmm. um, if you're on the fence um, I think once you recognize that it's depression one you should get help Taryn and I obviously you already know this yes. if you're a listener um, therapy is our number one recommendation yeah. both of us are in therapy we highly recommend therapy doesn't matter if you've been through something if you're going through something or if you've never been through something you can get so much from it, and especially in the position that you're in now, I highly suggest that oh, you agree. take that first step yeah. because they will help you climb out of it and you won't have to do it alone. Mm -hmm. Second step, something more tangible that you could do on your own is create some kind of routine. If we're in a delicate situation, which it sounds like we are, best thing I ever did, I started making my bed every day first thing in the morning. Yeah, It sounds dumb. It sounds small. It sounds no. insignificant no. to all of the big things that you feel like you're dealing with. But there is something so strong about starting your day strong. And starting your day strong can be anything. That's what I found to be the easiest thing for me to start. I started that literally two years ago. I do it every day now. Yeah. And it's so weird, but it makes me feel like I've got my shit together. It makes me feel productive because I'm checking something off the list. It makes me feel clean. Like mm -hmm. I can walk into my room, even if there's stuff all over the floor, my room feels a little more clean and that makes me feel better. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's something you can do or there's something else that you're like, oh, my bed doesn't really bother me, but like this other thing does. Um, and then I also enjoyed taking like a moment every morning. Um, I personally was like coffee Devo, um, but you could do whatever you want to do. Yeah. So I highly recommend you can build off of that routine also, but I feel like those two first steps in the morning, making the bed and doing something for yourself, whether it's like self-talk in the mirror, um, a coffee outside, um, opening the window and like, you know, reading something uplifting or meditating, those starting your day strong like that is crucial and game changing. Yeah. Because once you feel kind of good about that one step, it makes you kind of want to do like another step. Yeah. And I think that's the best advice I could give you yeah yeah no yeah I think again same not like diagnosing but like even you know when I started therapy and I got diagnosed with like moderate depression the main question she asked me is what is your eating like what is your sleeping like mm -hmm. what is your energy level like are you taking care of yourself so a lot of those things you hit on that you're struggling with I feel like could fall into that category mm -hmm. and um Again, I think we're I think we're catching up as a society, but I yeah. think in the past depression had a very like light importance to it because we use that term so much like, oh, I'm so depressed. I didn't get my favorite like thing to eat or something. We're almost like desensitized very to desensitized. the word. Yeah. So I'm going to say this. Depression is a very serious thing. It is very a very helpless place to be in. It's very isolating. It's very scary and confusing. And I think a lot of people don't 
understand it. And even if you have gone through a depression, my depressive state looks completely different from Ashley's. Yeah. And most of the people like we can we can relate on certain things of like feeling in a cloud or feeling this or whatever. But it's a very personal thing that you go through. So I definitely if you hear nothing else from us today, I think you should seek getting help or at least like an intake assessment or something or tell someone close to you tell someone close to you yeah not Um, just us that was hard for me to like tell my parents to be like hey I'm in counseling like I'm kind of going through stuff just so you're aware Mm -hmm. they were very like what like why you know but Mm -hmm. and I was like I don't know like I'm just going through stuff also I'm gonna pause um you can tell someone without telling them why it's none of their business and I feel like a lot of people feel like oh if I tell them I have to explain what I'm feeling or what I'm going through that is not the case just letting them know where you're at is important yeah um but they don't need to know why or what you're going through like you should have people that you do open up about it but that's your choice of like who to make that person um another thing I will say is you you mentioned like disappointing other people and I just want to say like it's okay like you need to focus on yourself Mm -hmm. and not how you're affecting other people and I don't know what type of person you are I know that was something very hard for me Mm -hmm. and I remember the first time I spoke up about it I don't know if you remember this I think I've mentioned it on here you and Alicia were worried about if I was mad at you so Mm. you guys had started acting weird towards me because there was like tension yeah and it was brought up roomy roomy things roomy things (laughs) and it was brought up and I it's not like me to voice myself in this way but I said to you guys I was like I'm barely holding on to like handling my own emotions I don't have the emotional capacity to reassure you that I'm not mad at you at this time like I'm telling you right now it has nothing to do with you I'm going through something personal but I can't handle feeling guilty or like feeling the weight of like oh I need to reassure them thinking that I hurt you yeah I was like I can't put on anyone else's emotions right now because I'm barely hanging on to my own Mm -hmm. and I feel that that was a really big step for me and I think for you guys it was like Oh, okay. Like, good to know, like, where you're at. And then we, like, move forward, you know? Also, I think for the person who is having, being in that position, in this case, Taryn, in this case, you, it feels like a big thing, because it is a big thing to, like, say that, to be like, I can't handle adding you into this Because there's room for offense, right? Like, you could have been offended by what I said. I also think it wasn't that big of a deal. I think it was a really big deal for Taryn. I think all she needed to say to me was like, hey, I can't right now, but I'm not mad at you. Yeah. And that's all. That's, that is all I needed. Yeah. The second she was like, it's not you, but something something's going on and I can't handle, I can't talk about it right now. I don't want to talk about it right now. I'm going to go sit in my room yeah. for a bit. I was like, cool. Yeah. I. It was almost a relief because I was like, she's definitely mad at me. Yeah. And so hearing that it wasn't me at all was all I needed. And so that gave me the ability to be like, cool, I'm going to I'm going to give her that space and not feel any guilt or questioning if it's like having to do with us. Yeah. Which is it's ironic that we're talking about this because it was actually when my grandma had passed away when like I. Oh, full circle. And it's funny. Like when I was like depressed, 
I remember being like, uh, I crying to my therapist and I'm like, I have no reason to be depressed. Like my family loves me like this, this, I have all these good things. I don't know why I'm depressed. And then like, I talk about stuff like that there being like, oh, my grandma had just passed away, who was like one of my favorite humans in the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no wonder, like you were going through things. And that's the thing, like, especially people that are in high school and like kids right now, you guys are putting on stuff that none of us have ever experienced. Yeah. Like this is a crazy time. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot, the statistics of depression right now is freaking through the roof. Oh my God. So don't feel alone. Don't feel like there's something wrong with you. Like it's just, it's just where you're at right now. Yeah. But I think that you need to find the balance of letting yourself have time to like grieve and be sad, but also making steps to make sure you don't get too deep into that. Yeah. Like you've got to start building your way out of it, but be gentle in that process. Yeah. Also not knowing is so common. Our bodies are incredible and will freaking survive. Yeah. So your body, if you're going through something, if your grandma passes and you don't realize that you were depressed about that until much later, that's because your body was like, Click survival mode. Yeah. We're going to burst through with adrenaline. We're going to get us through this until we can actually process. Yeah. Until we have a break to actually process the emotions. So oftentimes we're dealing with stuff from a long time ago that we never gave ourselves a chance to process and heal from. Yeah. So it could be something very recent. It could be something from years ago that started this um, kind of slow downward um, spiral into the depression and that is where therapy is so crucial because they help you pinpoint where that's yep. that first started fully i fully agree um so i just want to say i know your i know your email talks about like how do i get motivated which i have like a little list i found but i really th- it's all tied together mm-hmm. it's all tied together like you not taking care of yourself you not sleeping you not wanting to eat that's all tied to like the depression Mm -hmm. and again we're not saying for sure that's what you have it's just from our own experiences it sounds similar so I think no all of that is just symptoms of a deeper thing so I would focus all your attention on getting help and pinpointing like what is the deeper thing going on Mm -hmm. but for everyone listening who's like, how do I get motivated? Yes. There is a list um, I found that's from Zen Habits. And it's just some, it says ways to get off your butt <laughs> and get motivated when you're in a slump. So Love it. here we go. Here we go. Um, Make one goal. Yes. So don't make two, like Ash was saying, like, I'm going to make my bed. I'm going to... um wake up and sit in my room for 15 minutes listening to music before I get started. Whatever it is. A small goal. Don't try to make a big old list to try to fix every single thing that's going wrong. Yes. Make one tiny goal. Start there. Find inspiration. So actually go, instead of just sitting in, I'm just sad, I don't want to do anything, like seek after things that like ignite something in you. So whether that's start reading books, start going to the movies, start like looking up different hobbies, like actually be proactive about trying to find things that inspire you. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Build anticipation. I kind of like this. So it was saying, even when you start to make a goal, Like make the goal, but make it be like in a week, I'm going to start doing this. And then that gives your mind ways to slowly start to get excited, slowly prep so that when you do make the goal, like you have a little bit of oomph behind it, which I was that's very interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Um, 
be public about your goals. Find support system. Yeah, if you don't tell anyone, no one's going to care if it mm-hmm. doesn't happen. Think about it daily. So whether that's posting it on your wall, whether it's the screensaver of your phone, do something to where you're reminded daily about what your goal is and what you're trying to change. Mm-hmm. Um, realize there's an ebb and flow. I think this one's important. Some days you're going to be killing it and then other days it's going to be harder. When you start to go down a little bit, don't take that as like, I'm defeated. Yeah, it's not, it's not even thing. worth trying. Like it naturally life, you you go through ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. So don't fear when you go down a little bit. Like it's part of the process. Yes. Just be like, okay, here's where I am. What can I learn from like where I got? And then how do I push myself up again? Yes. And um, I'll just say one more. Call for help when your motivation ebbs. So again, have someone that you trust that can be gentle, can be the type of support you need. And when you feel yourself starting to need help, don't sink deep into that. Reach out and be like, hey, I'm just letting you know I'm struggling in this Mm -hmm. area. And um, pick wisely with who you choose to be that for you. 100%. Yes. So you got this. This was great. There's so many people who are struggling in this area. Um, I definitely feel like I'm finally on like the flip side. But girl, I was in it. We all were. I was in it. It So I feel for you. Couple years. Yeah, I feel for you. But just embrace that it's where you're at. Get some help and take some steps. And we all will be doing it with you. Make your bed. Make your bed. Make take shower. (laughs) Honestly, for me, I was like. Just let's just try to brush our teeth in the morning. Yeah. Like let's start small, baby steps. you know, baby steps. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, and I hope all of you like everyone needs to check check in with yourself, check in with a couple friends. Yes. Um, should we wrap it up with a dad joke? Yes, that's what I was thinking. Okay, ready, Ash? Yes. Not to brag, but I already have a date for New Year's Eve. <gasps> Oh, you do? It's December 31st. <laughs> Get it? Yes. A date, but it's a date. That was good. The only kind of dates I have nowadays. That was really good, Taryn. <laughs> Thanks, really good. Guys, Thanks, thank Ash. you so much for making it all the way to the dad joke. We love you the mostest. Be sure to follow us on all the socials. And uh, if you haven't written a story yet, it's do been it. time. It's been it's time. It's been time. Take this as your sign to write us a story we'd love to hear from you and yeah that's all we'll talk to you guys in the next episode coming soon bye